Hi, everyone. I'm Caroline King. And I'm Ashley Powers. Happy Brews Day Tuesday. You're listening to Bitch Beer. Beer. What we want to do here at Bitch Beer is shine a light on the women who brew, market, distribute, serve, and love beer in the hopes that their stories will inspire the women and men who haven't taken the plunge. Craft beer doesn't have to be scary. Very rarely will you come across a gatekeeping hipster who asks questions like a troll who quizzes your nerd knowledge once he sees you in a Star Wars shirt. But why isn't it more openly female-friendly? Craft beer ads are rife with burly men lugging 50-pound bags of hops, and women make cameos as eye candy. To those on the outside, especially women, it can feel like a boys' club where no level of disguise will get us in. We hope by the end of this season you feel not only welcome, but unabashedly unafraid to drink craft. We're not going to beat around the bush. We have contest winners to announce. Woo! For the last week, we've been holding a contest for two lucky listeners to win a ticket to Arches Brewing's second anniversary party. Our winners are... Andrew T. And Melanie Q. We'll be in touch with how you can get your ticket, and we can't wait to see you there. Thanks to everyone who entered. This episode, we sit down with Zuri Coleman, one of the brewers who give you the delicious brews at Second Self Beer Company. Second Self has recently renovated their tap room. A large projector screen plays movies. Uh, Turner and Hooch was playing while we were there. It's pretty <laughs> awesome. Old school gaming consoles are sprinkled around, and if analog gaming is more your speed, there are plenty of board games. Communal style seating ensures you won't be leaving without a new drinking buddy. Their back room used to house their entire kit and caboodle, but with the renovation came the purchase of the neighbor building, allowing their back room be storage while the brewery has much more breathing room next door. Second Self lists their values as local, flavor, community, sustainable, and people. They might just be located on Logan Circle, but they hire brewers who bring flavor from all over the world, always using fresh ingredients, never extracts. These guys go out of their way to support Atlanta, whether it be hosting artists in their tap room or having every employee pick a charity for them to support. Zuri's charity is a nonprofit called Lost and Found. Their mission is to end homelessness of LGBTQ plus and all sexual minority youth. They offer 24-hour crisis support, a youth center where dinner is served nightly, and two thrift store locations. You can support this incredible charity by volunteering or donating everything from clothing to fitness equipment to small appliances, even basic needs items like bed sheets and toilet paper. The link to their website will be in the description. This month, Second Self is hosting all sorts of events from a beginner sushi class to yoga with your doggy. Head over to their Facebook page and check them all out. And make sure you get to the tap room to guzzle down some of their seasonal and wildly popular margarita in Goza. And you're about to hear how that brew came to be. Thank you so much for agreeing to do this with us. Um, I, of course, stalked you on the Second Self website and you are badass. Uh, immediately related to that nerdy thing. Thank you. Um, and... Um, Right off the jump, something that stuck out to me on the website is the the Triforce Quest, because I'm sipping on the Triforce IPA. Um, what is that about and what that what does that entail? So everyone here at Second Self is pretty nerdy and we're looking to do a, a new IPA with a bit of a haze and we just wanted to double down on the hops. So a lot of hops go in during the boil And then we're putting so much hops in for dry hopping, we actually need to break it up over a few days. So it's it's definitely hoppy and the Triforce just, we just love Zelda. So we were just rolling with it. That's so cool. And so the the quest is things hidden around the city that people can take pictures with and tag. 
Yes. So you kind of have like your compass and your map in Zelda. And we kind of applied that to the real world where you have like the locations you need to go to in Atlanta, different bars around town. You go to the bars, you order the Triforce and you take a picture with different items you'll find in the game, like the chicken, the boomerang, the ocarina. And, you know, you take a picture with everything, post it on social media and you have a chance to come back here for a party and a chance to win more Zelda swag and second self swag. That is badass. That is, that is so badass. cool. That's has, amazing. It, has anyone done it? Yeah, we have some people doing it right now. The contest ends in about two or three weeks. So it's that's, pretty cool. That's so cool. Um, so you're at Second Self. How long have you been with Second Self? It'll be three years in March. So uh, what made you want to get started with Second Self? So my first time coming to Second Self, I had a scout mob and I came with another friend and when we got here, we noticed the tasting room was a little understaffed and I know they were new. So I just, just asked the bartender, I was like, are you guys hiring? And she was like, absolutely. We need a little bit more help back here. <laughs> so uh, the rest is kind of history. I set it as a bartender and I did that for three or four months, maybe pushing five. And then they were hiring a keg washer and I was still looking for a job. I had just graduated college in December. So I just was like, you know, I like working in the beer industry. I already have a foot in the door. I'm just going to stick around and see what happens. So I was washing kegs for about four months before they uh, started teaching me how to do a few more cellar things, such as turning tanks, uh, checking the gravities, and uh, carbonating them. And then from there, a bit more brewing and just finished up with the American Brewers Guild. So three years from bartender to brewer. That's impressive. That's so impressive. Because you were a volunteer when you started, right? Yes, I was just a volunteer. Wow, I was only so getting inspiring. paid in tips. <laughs> that is amazing. That's yeah. like a, and, and it says on the website that, that your official title is the finishing brewer. Is that still the case? Uh, I am more of the brewer. I still know how to do all the finishing brewing techniques and such, but mostly my day-to-day is focused on brewing and awesome. just kind of keeping up with day-to-day cleaning and maintenance and making sure everything's up and running and everyone's getting everything done. And so just to get in a little more detail, so what does like when you come into work, what does like your daily work day look like? So if I'm working first shift, uh, usually start up the day, start with the first batch, get it milled in, get it mashed in. And that takes about an hour. And during that time, that's when I'll start up the filter if we're filtering any beers or checking carbonation to make sure carbonation is ready for the canning line, uh, prepping up for the second batch that needs to be milled in. I might have to mill in a second batch and brewing a batch start to finish takes from about 7.30 to about one o'clock is when I'll be knocking out. And we're usually able to start the second batch about halfway through the first batch. So get to do a little bit of overlapping because we have two vessels that we can have wort in at a time. So coworker will usually come in around one, he'll help me or work on some side projects or maybe we'll trade off. So I can work on a side project and he can get on the brew house and then he'll finish up or the schedules are vice versa where I come in later. And so. Nice. So is the campfire brew one of your side projects? Yes, the campfire and the bonfire are side projects. And basically I just pulled off some wort from the mole porter and the old oil and 
added some brown sugar, burned it a little bit to add that smoky flavor, sweetened it up a little bit, more cinnamon, um, just a little bit of vanilla, just a... You know, make it taste like a s'more. Right, I'm stoked oh, to have that later. Yum. What are the, what are the other side projects you've done since you've been here? So my my claim to fame, as I would say, <laughs> is uh, the margarita in Goza. Oh, so, okay. So that was so at the time I used to have margaritas like once a week with my roommates, and one day I was just like. I've got this extra margarita mix because when I get margarita mix, I just go to Costco and get it. You know, <laughs> yeah. you get it in bulk, but it's like if I'm going to be using it every day, like I might as well. Yeah. So I just brought in one of the bottles and I just opened up a keg and just dumped the whole bottle of margarita mix in there. And then we were kegging off the Maverick and Goza. Mm-hmm. I just topped off the keg with the, the Maverick and Goza on top of the lime juice. And it was just like, oh, ooh, it was so good. <laughs> so then yeah. like, so that's how the first one was made. So the next year... Last year, we redid the recipe a little bit to add the sweetness in during the boil. So we add orange peel in during the boil, and mm-hmm. we add extra salt during the boil for the for the margarita. And then we put the lime juice in later. It's not margarita mix anymore. <laughs> so, would you say that's your favorite beer that you do that you've done here, or that you guys do here? I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. But I can only have it in small doses because it is a sour. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 bitter. Yeah. I do love it though, and it's like so good. Like over the summer, like I could have one of those a day. Yeah. Like it's totally crushable. It's yeah. just it's so light. It's just four percent. Yeah. But right now I'm I'm a really big fan of the juniper. It's our juniper berry IPA. Is it's, that what you're drinking now? That is what I'm drinking yeah. right now. So it's IPA with juniper and rosemary in it. And when we make it it smells like Christmas because we use juniper oh. berries and the rosemary. And when it heats up, you're like, oh, it's so cozy in here. <laughs> Yum. And then which one are you drinking right now, Ashley? The Triforce. Triforce. And then mine one is the Blood Bleeding Heart. Bleeding Heart. It's And it's red velvet. Oh, my gosh. But red the velvet. Thai wheat is your favorite beer yes. of all time. Ever. Thai wheat is my favorite Like, not just second time. self ever. Like, that's her favorite beer. Yeah. No, I, I, Thai wheat was probably one of my first craft beers that I tried that's from Atlanta. And the moment I tried it, it was like, it's light, it's refreshing. And I love curry. It goes perfectly with it. Oh man. That's what we're, that's what my coworker is brewing right now. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. So we brewed the, I brewed the margarita this morning. And then the second batch is the Thai wheat. Oh, I love Thai wheat. I have to keep count of how many I'm drinking because they are so crushable. So You're just like, I'm done already. I'm yeah. done. <laughs> We're and it's definitely back. like I had to get in the habit of like when I finish a beer, I have to like crunch the can <laughs> just so I know it's empty and I don't I don't pick it up again. Like, oh, I want more. It's like, no, it's empty. I gotta just... I'm taking that on because too many times I've been like, and now I have to commit like there's something in it. Otherwise, people are going to think I'm stupid. Yeah, you just got to you got to crunch the can a little bit. So, you know, like this is empty. This is. Yeah. <laughs> Pro tip. <laughs> so, so every employee picks a charity here which and, and and second self supports it what is your charity i'm a really big fan of lost and found and they help the homeless lgbt youth in atlanta wow that is amazing so i'm fortunate enough that when i came out my parents were like okay cool but i know there's a lot of kids that get kicked out yeah and Ugh. something really cool that lost and found does is they um so they have two thrift stores that you can donate to and the kids that are homeless get to get clothes from the thrift store and they get to work in the thrift store. So they get work experience. 
So when they they can go out into the world and say, hey, I had this kind of work experience. And they're not just going out there blind. So I think it's really cool that they can like work and they get clothes and meals and food and stuff and shelter too. And the lost and found stores, those are in um, Atlanta. Yes. That's an amazing charity. That's really cool. Kind of going back to like your experience in the beer industry. So what being a woman in the beer industry, I do feel like it's kind of a boys game. What has your experience been so far? So far, my experience has been mostly positive. I work with a lot of guys that are really supportive of everyone, which is really nice. Uh, It's never been a question of can you handle it or not or like, is this too much manual labor or anything? They're just like, you know, if you need help, ask. And they mm-hmm. ask for help for me all the time, too. And so far, it's been good with them. But I have had instances of other people being like, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> so so what advice would you give to women who want to get into the beer industry who are afraid of those obstacles? I think you should just go for it. And if you find yourself in an environment that isn't for you, then you need to get out and keep looking. Um, You just, you got to put yourself in a position to move forward. And if you're working with a team of people that you don't like, then you're not going to be happy. So you have to find a good home because you're spending over 40 hours a week with these people at work. So you need to make sure you like them. Otherwise you're just going to be miserable. That's true. Yeah. And I bet that comes out in the beer and the beer tastes (laughs) terrible. (laughs) Yeah. Nobody wants <laughs> terrible beer. <laughs> um, like it can it can be intimidating, but you just have to go for it. Yeah. You have true. to be your own role model too sometimes. Before you got into the beer industry, is there a specific craft beer that like got you interested in craft beer? So I went to school at Southern Poly, now KSU. Oh cool. But right next to it was Red Hair, like a mile nice. and a half down the road. So we'd go pretty often because it was is easy and cheap to get in and get there because you know you pay ten dollars you go over there um and that's when it was you pay for the tour and then yeah they just fill up your glass halfway but you know you go there often enough they don't always fill it up halfway they fill it up a little more so you're paying ten dollars and you get to drink a bunch and it's like (laughs) especially with a college student that's amazing yeah so for a while i was going the red hair but i think what really got me into beer was Monday night opened around the time that I turned 21. Oh, yeah. Monday so, night's good, too. Yeah. So, so Red Hair was, like, during the week if we wanted to go out on, like, Thursday or Friday. But if we had more time, definitely we'd make the trek out to Monday night. Nice. So I guess Monday night's really what got me into beer. Yeah. definitely, like, earlier in my drinking, it was, like, way too much Bud Light. Yeah, and of Miller course. Light. And then I, like... <laughs> Had my first craft beer, and I was like, I'm never going back. Yeah, it's so <laughs> and hard I, I to really go back. haven't. Like, if I go out and it's, like, just big beer, like Miller or Coors, I'm just not going to drink. Right. I'm, I, I yeah. guess I'm getting a whiskey Coke or a Moscow Mule, like. Yeah. My girl. I'm, I'm, yes. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to support that or drink something I don't like. Yeah. Right. Yeah. No, for the longest time, same. Like I would always drink like Bud Light, Michelob Ultra, Coors Light. And I was like, oh, I don't care. This is great. It's like $2 a bottle. But now anytime I try to go back and drink it, I'm like, this is why, why am I doing this to my body? (laughs) It's calorie water essentially. So that law changed now that you don't have to, but where you're essentially paying for the glass instead of the beer, how has that change things for a second self 
Uh, I think it took people a minute to adjust to it because they were used to, you know, oh, I pay $12 and I get to drink all this. But I think now it's making them think a little bit more about like what beer they want to get and trying new things or ordering flights. Because definitely before it was just, I have six tickets, I'm going to go um, and get the six beers I want. But now they, I think people have to think a little bit more. But because of the law change, a lot of breweries have been able to change their hours a little bit more too. So... That's great. I think it just took people a minute to adjust to it. I think they're coming around to it now because every other state basically operates the same way where it's like you just show up and you buy per pint. Gotcha. And now you guys are able to sell your beer that people can take home, which is obviously very positive. Yeah. And then, okay, so we have a lot of listeners who um, craft beer is sort of new to them and they, they're interested in it, but um, they're, it is pretty intimidating if you're new to craft beer. So what advice would you give to someone who's going into either their local craft beer store or their local hotspot and trying to look for a craft beer? I think everyone's first introduction into craft beer is probably Blue Moon. Yes! <laughs> so... I think for me, what I usually did before I was able to try more beers is I'd always buy something I know I like, Mm -hmm. but then buy a single or a four pack or like a smaller volume of something new. And if I find something new that I like, then I try and figure out what I like about that and then try to branch out from there. So if I do buy something I don't like, at least I know I also got something I do like Mm -hmm. just to... That's super good advice. That's really good advice. Because if you love Blue Moon, buy a six pack of Blue Moon, but then also like pick up some Thai wheat. Like you Mm -hmm. go to some places you can buy, like Hop City will have like single cans. So like pick up a six six pack of Blue Moon, get your single can of Thai wheat and Mm -hmm. maybe find another wheat beer and be like, okay, this is what wheat beers taste like. I like wheat beers. And then you can be like, okay, I want to try an IPA. So you try an IPA and you're like, oh, this one's a bit too bitter. Maybe a lighter session IPA. Oh, this one's just right. So yeah, different ranges and things. That's exactly how I got onto Thai wheat. I went to my local bar and I was like, I really like Blue Moon. They're like, we don't have it here. <laughs> I was like, okay, well, they go, well, how about you try Second Self Thai wheat? And I did. And I was like, oh, perfect. Exactly. So yeah, just like knowing that I did like that wheat element of the beer has opened, just that opened up so many more channels for me and mm-hmm. where I could try beer. So that's really good advice. Because I know definitely the reason a lot of people don't get into craft beer is they're used to drinking the big name beers and those Mm -hmm. beers are usually less hoppy. So I I do suggest starting with wheat, getting used to wheat if you like wheat and then gradually introducing more hops into your taste buds because I didn't like IPAs at first Mm -hmm. and now I think they're pretty good. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, nice. same for me. I literally went from thinking that they were, they just tasted like, like metallic and just like so bitter to I'm like a huge hop head. I, I will take a dip over anything most days. Mm-hmm. <laughs> do, uh, do the rapid fire? Yeah, questions? let's do some rapid fire questions. <laughs> okay, this is a great first bum, one. Ba-dum, 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 ba-dum. <laughs> <laughs> that would be our game show music. We don't have production for a theme song. We're so sorry. <laughs> so how old were you when you had your first beer and what was it? It's not quite a beer, but I went to Italy when I was 16 and I had had way too many Bacardi breezers, which is like Smirnoff basically. So (laughs) it's not quite beer, but I guess I probably had my first beer, like regular, like Bud Light 
18 college freshman year. Like nice. everyone else, you're like, oh, I'm not at home. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We, uh, all, we all do it. <laughs> um, what advice would you give your younger self when you got into the beer business? I don't know if I would change anything because mm-hmm. if you change it, then you wouldn't learn from it. So, oh, that's really, yeah, that's, that's a very perfect true. answer. Just, yeah. Keep going. Nice. <laughs> it's okay to make mistakes. Just own up to it. Accept it. Keep going. Yeah. Don't dwell on it. Perfect. Great advice. Uh, what is the coolest or most fun thing that's happened because of this job or on the job? I guess it's pretty cool to get credit for like the Margarita Goza. That's pretty awesome. It, it was a huge compliment that we, we did it the first year I made it just in kegs randomly. It was fun. haha. And then the next year we actually were like, no, we're, we're going to do this. We're going to commit to it. So we did a three month release for it, three or four month release for it over the summer. And then this year they aren't even doing the Maverick and Goza because the Margarita did so well mm-hmm. and they're doing it for six months. And I'm like, that's a huge compliment. Yeah, because huge. You aren't even doing yours anymore. You're doing my remixed version of it. That is awesome. <laughs> That's really, really cool. Yeah, it's not even like a side project anymore. It's it's a second self-staple. That's yeah. amazing. That's and awesome. everyone goes crazy for it. Like everyone's like, when are you bringing back the margarita? <laughs> um, if you could have a beer with anyone dead or alive, who would it be? And what beer do you think they'd want? I know everyone probably says this, but I think it'd be cool to have a drink with Obama because I want to just, yes! I want to hear what he has to say about how things are now. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> he's probably drinking lots of beers, right? I hope he's drinking lots of beers right now. Just <laughs> kicked back somewhere. <laughs> yeah, but he's probably not having Blue Moon because he can't stand the sight of orange. <laughs> Am I right? Put it here. Oh Put it here. Oh no. That was a good one. That, that was a good one. Oh. Thank you. <laughs> so what is your uh, guilty pleasure TV show to watch? Mm, how to get away with murder. I don't know why nice. I still watch it. I don't know why I still watch it. These kids are dumb. <laughs> this is, they're, we're on season four because they messed up the first time. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just been a like that snowball rolling down the hill, getting bigger and bigger. Like... That has been this show. Just watching these kids just keep messing up from the same mistake. Sometimes those shows, though, they're like a bad car crash. You just can't look away from them. It's like you just have to keep watching them to see what happens. You don't want to miss out, basically. (laughs) Tonight at 10. (laughs) Um, Okay, final rapid fire question. What color do you think you look best in? My whole wardrobe is like black and gray. I, I just keep it black and gray. Everything matches Yep. Awesome. There's only one shade of black, so you just, everything goes together. <laughs> yep. And we can't let you go away without talking about your sweet lab. Yes, for <laughs> me. we are such dog people. Yes. <laughs> so her name is Zoe. Aww. She's two years old. Mm. It was funny. When I got her, I texted my boss the day I got her, and I was like, can I bring my puppy into work while I potty train her? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So it was just like for two weeks, I'd bring her in in this tiny little like carrier and she just like, just, you know, eight weeks old, just snoozing in the office in her crate. And like every 30 minutes, I'd take her out to pee and then I'd bring her back in and she just slept all day. Sometimes she'd just wake up and whine and my boss would just be like, go over and like pet her like, it's okay, it's okay. What a (laughs) precious baby. Yeah, she's just, she's a bundle of fun. Now she's now she's she's a she's a big bitch now. She's, <laughs> but 
<laughs> she's she's sweet. She's really sweet. Cause she she's a lab, right? Yeah, she's a yellow lab. Oh, what a precious baby. What's her favorite people food? Is she allowed people food? I don't really give her that much people food. I'll mm-hmm. give her scraps if I'm cooking. So like last night I was making sweet potatoes. So when I cut off the ends, I just gave that to her. Oh, those are really good for dogs too. Yeah, she she eats all my vegetable and like fruit and vegetable scraps. But otherwise, I don't really give her people food. She doesn't beg, so. Good. Aww. It's it's. She's she's very well behaved. I'm really lucky. Yeah. Oh, I wish I could say the same about my dog Wrigley. He is always anytime he'll put his face right in your lap anytime you're eating and give you his puppy face. Yeah, I need to train him. <laughs> he's just so cute. He's so cute. <laughs> so I think this is a cool uh, uh, last question. So there's obviously a lot of craft breweries in the city. Why, when someone's choosing what to do with their night, should they come to Second Self over the other ones? I think we have a wide variety of beer. Uh, our tasting room's pet friendly, which is a plus. Yes. Yay. <laughs> and we always have rotating food trucks, which is awesome. So if you check our website or our Facebook page, you can see which food trucks we're going to have, if there's going to be like a pet event, because sometimes we do like pet adoptions. So that's pretty a, awesome. We have an, an incredible bartending staff. They're all really sweet. Awesome. Thank you so much for speaking with us. It was super yeah, no great problem. to meet you. It was fun to sit down and talk. Yeah. We'll awesome. be in contact for sure. Hopefully Yay. we'll be able to come out and speak with you again soon. Sounds good. Cool. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to give Second Self a like on Facebook and follow their Instagram at Second Self Beer. And if you can't wait to see what Zuri's adorable pup looks like, give her an Insta follow at the.zuri. <laughs> Jen Price's Kickstarter campaign kicks off today. If you can't make it to the party at Arches Brewing tonight, be sure to donate and make her dream a reality. And if you haven't yet, mark your calendars for this Saturday, April 14th from 1 to 8 p.m. for Arches Brewing's second anniversary party. Also, I did go to the Second Self Girl Scout cookie and beer pairing a few weeks ago. Oh my God, it was amazing. Check out the blog. Uh, you'll see all all of my tasting notes and what beers they paired with which Girl Scout cookies. It's pretty awesome. We'll be back in two weeks with another bearded lady and we hope you'll join us. Cheers. Cheers.